This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 885 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. horse people coach jen here and thanks for tuning in to horse tip daily today's expert is endurance rider karen chatton karen has logged over 32,000 endurance miles since 1995 and is the co-host on the horses in the morning show endurance day which happens the second tuesday of each month her advice today pertains to helping your endurance horse or any competitive horse last longer and glenn the geek puts his spin on the topic as well And we'll get right to our tip after this nutritional minute from Kentucky Performance Products. How is Summer Games different from other electrolyte products? Summer Games Plus contains the same electrolyte formulation as Summer Games Electrolyte, which was originally formulated for the horses competing at the 1996 Olympics. The formulation was based on the results of research conducted in anticipation of the Games, which were held in Atlanta, Georgia, known for its hot, humid summers. Summer Games mimics the composition of equine sweat, supplying the horse with the exact amounts and ratios of electrolytes relinquished in sweat. Summer Games Plus contains no sugar, like many popular commercial electrolyte supplements. Summer Games Plus also contains a buffering agent that helps create a soothing gastric environment. This is especially important for horses subjected to the stresses often related to top performance, such as exertion, transportation, and unfamiliar stabling atmospheres. Ask for Summer Games and Summer Games Plus electrolytes at your local tack and feed supplier, or visit kppusa.com. Now, on with today's tip. Speaking of trips, uh, one of the things you wanted to talk about in your endurance tip today was what we were just talking about is longevity and, and uh-huh. uh, you know, how to keep your, your endurance horses going and, uh, for a period of time. You know, it was interesting because uh, one, I, I know that uh, one of the issues with endurance horses is obviously breaking down as in any sport where it involves a horse. Uh, uh-huh. But that's something that I guess you guys have to be super conscious of. It is, and it's one of my favorite topics, and it's always been one of my biggest goals for all of my horses, and I've done really well with keeping them going long-term. I've got, um, Chief's got 14,000 miles, Bo's got about 73 or 400 right now, and my other two retired horses retired with um, 7,600 and 6,300, and um Bozen is seventh year. All the other three made it past 10 years for the number of years that they competed. And so, um, you know, I've learned a lot. They've all taught me an awful lot. So, But I want to go over today my top 10 list for ways to help extend an endurance horse's longevity. And this is a blog off of a blog post I did a couple of weeks ago. So if people want to read more about it in more detail and look further into the topic, because I've done several posts over the years on on this particular topic, they can go to my blog at karenchatton.com. Okay, so my first one uh, on the list is to set goals. Decide what you want to accomplish. So if you want to, you know, have your horse become a decade team, which is competing for 10 years or more, or reach 1,000 miles or 3,000 miles or whatever your goal is, 
you know, set a goal because it gives you something to focus on. You know, just like I was mentioning with holding bow back at the ride where it was so flat, I had to really focus on what what is the ultimate goal here because it would have been so easy to just let him go fast. So having a goal really can keep things in perspective for you. The second that, one is to... And a, that's a more of a long-term goal to... Uh, as opposed is. to a very short-term goal. Obviously, you have your exactly. short-term goals, but they're always uh, related to the long-term goal. Exactly, and they all tie together, and, and you'll see when I go down my list. The second one is to focus, which is where you stay true to your goal. And, you know, like I just covered, if you keep, you know, keep that focus, keep reminding yourself what is it that you want to accomplish, not just today, but for the ride season and for your horse's entire career. You know, staying focused on those goals can, you know, really benefit your horse a lot in the long run. Number three, ride your own ride. And this is extremely important, and it's where I see a lot of people fail. Um, it, you know, it can be really difficult. It, it's fun to ride with your friends. It's fun to get in a group. Um, a lot of horses, you know, they get really attached to their buddies, and they want to be in a group. They're herd animals. And so that's why, you know, a lot of times riding your own ride is super important, you know, because a horse is that, in a group. And, is that a big problem for is that a big problem for new riders? Because it would be so easy to just want to hook up with somebody and keep up, you know? Exactly, especially if they're not aware of how experienced that horse that they're riding with is. You know, it might have five years of experience, and, um, you know, here's a brand-new person, and they really aren't comprehending that, you know, it's going to take me a while for my horse to be able to maintain this level of you know, speed that we're going at all day long. And so that's why it's important to ride your own ride, which is leads into my number four, which is be independent, which, you know, it kind of goes along with ride your own ride. But being independent is important. You need to be able to break off out of a group, keep your horse doing his own thing, and focus on you, not getting wound up with the group. So you need to learn to be independent and, you know, teach your horse that when he's you know, on a ride, he can be just with you, and he doesn't have to be in a group, because once they get that, those attachment anxiety things going, you're going to run into trouble getting your horse to pulse down, or even drinking when other horses are coming and going. So, get, you know, getting a horse and spending time when you're training, being independent and riding alone, that's an important thing to do. Number five is watch the footing. You know, it's not just the speed that you ride your horse, but how you ride the horse. So pay attention to the footing. If it's a hard gravel road, um, take that into consideration that that's concussion and wear and tear on your horse. Always be looking for the best footing and try to pay attention and move out when the footing is good and slow down when it's not. And then number six is pacing which is also very important. And this is why I um, advocate using a GPS when you ride, because then you can, um, you know, work on setting um, a certain rate of speed that you train at and condition, and then you use that during a competition to make sure that you're not going faster than you've trained. So being able to set and keep a horse at a consistent pace can be really difficult. It's something I find you know, really hard to do, and it takes a lot of that, you know, like I mentioned, focus and having goals and being, you know, aware 
and, and, and look, oh, before you get off of that one, um, you know, with pacing, time awareness is, is very difficult when you're, when, you're, when you're in a different situation and the adrenaline's flowing, time seems to, uh, seems to go at its own pace, and it's never what you expect it to be. Exactly. Like on, on a training ride, maybe you've trotted for 20 minutes straight, but you get in an endurance ride and, and you, look at, you look down and you realize, oh, my gosh, I've been trotting nonstop for 45 minutes. Mm-hmm. You, know, you know, so that's where, you know, it's important to kind of pay attention to all these little things, you know, and back off and, to you know, keep your horse, you know, in a comfort zone to where you're not doing more in competition than you practice for in training. Probably the best Never. ones that I've seen with that is the uh, is the eventers in, in cross country. Uh, they have mm-hmm. their watches. They have they know their times to to each waypoint, and they are very good at, at keeping those times. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. They learn that. Yeah. Yes. Number seven is elevation awareness. This is where sometimes you may train differently than you ride in competition. But when you're in a competition. It's important to pay attention to how your horse is expending his energy. So if, if there's a lot of hills on a ride, you're going to want to try to trot more where it's flatter and walk more where the horse is exerting more energy going up or down really steep hills. You want to try to make the ride as easy as you can for your horse, you know, and reduce that wear and tear. Number eight is ask, so if you're at a new ride and um, you've never done it before, um, ask the opinions of a couple of other riders about what the ride is like and ask them to show you on the map where, you know, where's the difficult parts of the trail, where do you think I'm going to need to walk, where can I move out. You know, get a couple of opinions because different people, you know, view things differently than others. Number nine, make mounting easy. If you're getting on and off of your horse often, which many endurance riders do on the harder rides where there's a lot of steep terrain, um, Try to use logs or um, ditches or corrals or whatever to stand on to help make it easier for, to mount. Because if you're constantly getting on and off and pulling the saddle back and forth on your horse over the course of a you know endurance ride, you can really you know cause issues with making them get sore backed or sensitive. And also, you know, a lot of horses then get irritated and don't want to stand still. So pay attention to to places where you, you'll learn how to um, make it easy for yourself and for your horse for mounting. And then number 10 is stay positive and have fun. So this is where you've got to, um, you know, realize that your goals are your goals. And don't expect others to feel the same way as you. And don't expect other people to be obligated to keep riding with you if you're trying to do something on that particular day and your two horses, they aren't getting along real well. Just go back to my first part of the list and focus on what your goals are and riding your own ride. And if you need to be independent, do it. Put your horse first. If your horse is getting wound up or excited or hard to control, then you really need to go back to the first part of my list and, you know, focus on getting the horse independent and away from the group so that he can calm down and go at a pace that he's comfortable at and do your own thing because all of those things add up to, you know, having you finish the day with a happy and sound horse that will hopefully go for a lot of miles in a lot of years. 
I was looking at your list here, and really this list applies to any any horse discipline, any discipline that you're riding. But it also applies to life. If you, if I read these back to you real quick and think about it as as anything you do in life, set goals, whether it's your business or mm-hmm. or riding or anything that you do, set goals, focus, ride your own ride, be independent, watch the footing. That's true in life too. Uh, pacing, mm-hmm. uh, you know, all, ask questions. All of those things are things that apply in in, in your everyday uh-huh. life, in your marriage, and in, in whatever you do. With Christmas season fast approaching, it's time to start planning a custom gift that will last for many years to come. Visit our friends at ezsignsonline.com and browse their unique website for their many custom sign options and styles. With affordable prices for customized signs starting at $39.95, your holiday gift giving just got easier. Their step-by-step online sign ordering process allows you to choose only the sign options you want and see all the pricing up front. From horse farm entrance signs, vinyl banners, magnetic vehicle signs to stall nameplates, and much, much more for every horse owner. They ship to every state in the U.S., so take advantage of an additional 10% off coupon to all Horse Radio Network listeners. Simply mention HRN13 when ordering. That's HRN13, a $75 order minimums for discount. Cannot be combined with other discounts or coupons. Free shipping also applies to most sign orders, so see the website for details. Place your order early to allow plenty of time for Christmas delivery. Check out the website today at ezsignsonline.com. That's ezsignsonline.com or call them at 1-800-640-8180. That's 1-800-640-8180. And that's a wrap. Thanks for listening to Horse Tip Daily and... You can listen to Karen on Horses in the Morning Endurance Day, the second Tuesday of the month, at horsesinthemorning.com. You can also visit her at her blog, enduranceridestuff.com slash blog. You can also find lots more tips ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at horsetipdaily.com. Just look for the topics drop-down menu on the left. And don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they really do make these podcasts possible. Today's podcast has been brought to you through the generous support of Kentucky Performance Products. You can visit them online at kppusa.com. And you can have all of your Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go. Just go to your app store for iPhone or Android and search Horse Radio Network and download our free app. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.